Hello and welcome to Manifest Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called ManifestSimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. What are we looking at on today's show, Craig? We are gonna be looking at buying VHS players on eBay. How removing yourself from your normal is super helpful, and whether country or city life is better for you. Okay. I feel it's situational, but we're gonna find out. We're about to find out. Here are three questions to get us kicked off. Boom! What is something that made you extremely, like, annoyed, like a bit paved off this week? You nearly did it, but you didn't. I didn't. Pissed off. I legitimately can't think. Think there were niggles, there were frustrations here and there in the daily life. Like, oh, oh, my, my, my sock's falling down inside my shoe. That yeah, doesn't count. It doesn't, it's not, I can't whinge about it. Well, good, you're, that means you've had a great week. I've had a good week this week. I've had a spectacular week. You've had a spectacular week. If only the people could see the hand action you If only made. people could see how spectacular the week has been. You're very animated okay. right now. Um, I think you have had some good things going on. On. Let's talk about something that made you extremely happy this week. You went to see some Vikings. I did go and see some Vikings. So are Vikings still alive? Yes. No. Possibly. Don't know. Not the ones that I saw. Don't Vikings always win the strongman competitions? No, the small bald men with the veins popping out of their heads normally win those competitions. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something like this, bruv. Go yeah. on, go on, lay it on me. The people who win, the like Sven Svenssonsons of Svensenland, they're all Nordic. The guys who win the like strongman, like yeah, world's they strongest are man, beefed. they're all massive Nordic guys who I guess in another life would have been Vikings. Would have been, 100%. Um, but I, I went to, for anyone that's listened to, was it every day we were speaking about it? Potentially. Um, I went to the Jorvik Museum in York. Um, Which we're going to hear a little bit about York in a minute. And my escape. Oh, segue! And for anyone that knows me, I am a big fan of Viking mythology, history, and it was just amazing to get away and go and see this museum and learn and see the actual tools that the the archaeologists had dug up and the city in which they, they originally held they originally were established in. They yep. overthrew the city and got themselves quite established in there and that's where Vikings sort of became part of England at the time. Yeah. Uh, and they helped form part of that society with the Saxons and stuff. So, yeah, no, so, uh, I enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. What else has made you extremely happy? Did you have something else you wanted to discuss? No? Sick. No. Um, um, what, who would you like to give a shout out to? And it can't be Anton. Oh, he's mentioned again. Oh. Um, okay, this is just a little... This is oh, just... no, I, there was something else that made me slightly happy. So I've been speaking to... Anton. Anton. and I uh... speak to Anton a lot as well. Now, let me just throw this out there before oh, you tell God. us. We are going to have Anton on the podcast. That's what I was about to say. Oh, my the gosh. Other thing, so I spoke to Anton about his uh, work he's been doing to, to join us uh, yep. for an episode, and he's done it. Sick. He sent it to you. Yeah. You've read it. You mm. like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in the next... Between now and the next 10 episodes, hopefully, we're, yeah. we're going to get him on. At some point. You will all get to hear... 
Anton. Anton. He's coming, not fake, we promise. Coming at you live from a bedroom in Chorley. He'll be our Anton first guest. Stewart. Keanu Reeves is Anton in another podcast. Keanu Reeves couldn't play Anton because Anton is black. So, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is the wrong actor True. to pick. True, but we've all seen Tropic Thunder... Robert Downey Jr. He did it. He did play a black sergeant in the film within a film. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Love that film. That is so anyway, good. Anton is going to yeah, be on the side podcast. Segway. Because Anton is one of the most motivated people in the entire world. Um, he runs uh, a brand with his brother called It Doesn't Come Easy. It Doesn't Come Easy. It Don't Come Easy. And basically, they are all about motivation and about kind of helping people realise that hard work is what gets you where you want to go. Um, so Anton has written, co-written with us a piece about motivation and about how forward movement is, is um, uh, made possible. Um, and it's motivated us to get him on soon. We, and that pod, that pod, that essay that he co-wrote with us has motivated us to get him on the podcast. Boom. So we've been mentioning him for, I don't know, like 11 weeks now. Yes. Um, and 12 after this goes up. Sugar on a stick. So basically, we're going to get Anton on the podcast. He's one of our favourite people in the world. Anton Stewart. Ant eats plants on, plants on Instagram. And we will get him on the podcast to talk through his... Um, co-write with us which was called Motivation but he's not my shout out he's not oh Craig why so my shout out is for our boy Mickey Finn Mr. Sis the man and the myth the legend Pie Face Pie Face <laughs> <laughs> right is... now if you've ever seen the Beano but like from 1990 <laughs> onwards <laughs> so the new Beano the character Pie Face in the Beano who's like the guy who wears the green roll neck and has got like spiky hair that's what Mike that's what Mike from our yeah, work just imagine like. that done okay. um, Mike is in Vancouver uh, Mike's a big Canada fan was in Vancouver was in Vancouver by the time this comes out yeah um, he's a big fan of Canada and he uh, loves ice hockey. He also likes Canadian football, which is very similar to American football. He also loves it. Except much more polite. Yes, they're when they're, when they're trying to, When they're trying to run through the lines, they're like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> really sorry, did I hurt you? He, when I was over there a few years back, um, we picked him up a bit of coffee, brought him back, no big deal, like, pff, no problem at all. Yeah. Uh, he's gone over, and knowing I love hockey as well, he's um, brought me, sent me a picture, he's got me a little pin from one of the teams I quite like. So. Oh. There's a, there's a lot of, like, hockey stores over there, obviously, it's big national sport. Correct. Um, and there was one for... Uh, selling like pins and jerseys and lanyards and stuff so he's picked me up a little pin for a team I quite like oh, so nice. that That's was great. really nice of him so thank you shout out to Mike for doing that thanks Mike really appreciate that Mike thank you um, that's good news Oh, shall we do the good news do I need to dare say it again Segway. Um do you remember segways I do they phased out real quick what happened to them things bruh rich people own them and crashed them, and now they're dangerous. But wait, hold on. There was also those ones that... The rollerball hoverboards. Yeah. They were called hoverboards. They didn't even they hover. They didn't hover. There was no hovering they going on. They crashed a lot. Yeah, and now you, people will like sit on them, and there's an attachment you can buy for the hoverboard, and you it's like a, a, a steel thing with a wheel on the end. And steel you hover, thing? What is the thing? It's, but it turns basically it into an electric go-kart. Go 
So you're sat where no. your feet would normally be on a hoverboard. Right. And there's like a there's a, like a line, like a bike with a bike handlebars on like it. Like a frame. You, like a frame. There's That's the word. Metal frame. Metal frame. That turns it into like an electric bike, kind of, but you're like really low riding. Okay. Those like are, a super low ride. Those are still knocking about, but the hoverboard thing didn't last. And nope. segways are now only used for... Um, city break tours where you've got to like wear a helmet and like segue I also around. feel they're only used in Silicon Valley unless they've completely disregarded them as in well. the US they've got um, like we have got Boris bikes they've got a scooter alternative right which are called like bird scooters or something in LA um, and I imagine that that's the way forward for them oh. the Segway is so expensive I don't think you could trust someone to pay a fiver and borrow a Segway. No. Um, I wonder if that would ever catch on. But, I mean, it's it, they've got scooters and we've got Boris bikes. Yeah. What's the, what do we have in Manchester? What are those called? We had Mobikes. Mobikes. Um, they were vandalised, destroyed and left in stupid places. So Mobike went, nope. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're still in London. Because they, they launched in Manchester, UK first. Yeah. They were already quite popular abroad in like Asia. Okay. Uh, they did really well, and then they came to Manchester, and the people of Manchester were like, "No, <laughs> these are going to end up in the river." Yeah. So uh, you'd look for one online. You'd look for one on the app, and it, like where my apartment is, there's the um, the river that sort of divides Manchester canal. City from Salford. The canal, sorry, yeah, that divides Manchester from between Manchester and Salford, and it uh, one of them popped up as being in there once. Sick. And I was just like, great, never getting that. The Boris bikes, the joy of them is, in London, is that you don't, if you don't park them back in another Boris bike parking area, mm. they keep charging you. Ah. So if you don't put it back somewhere where someone else can pick it up, you just, because you could put your credit card on in order to use yes, it, yeah, it yeah. goes, oh, you've not put it back in 24 hours, there's another dose of money. So if you dump it somewhere, you just get charged. Well, what Mobike did was they had designated areas where you could you could go and you would normally find one, but they also had a team going round. And if there was one, say you rode it out of Manchester into your your little area further out, so it was nice a nice ride, and yeah. you left it there, pretty not remote, but not out in the of, city centre, out of the city, out into the, the city. more rural area. Oh, we're gonna. This is the greatest. We'll podcast. just just call this episode. Segway. Just just call this the Segway podcast. Just like last week was all about Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, it was all about <laughs> unnecessarily so. Flaming heck. We had the same conversation about Dungeons & Dragons at the, middle, at the beginning of the podcast. We mentioned it in the middle, and then we talked about it at the end on, on, on that podcast. I don't know what we were thinking. Did, yeah, and it was I, about bowling. It was it nothing to do. Nothing, nothing to do. But I was rolling Dungeons my strike verbally. If you've not heard last week's podcast, go back and listen to strikes because we had a really good conversation about social media and authenticity. And we ruined we, it. But we also <laughs> talked about Dungeons and Dragons a lot. Um, but yeah, so. Bird's good. Mobike is no longer Mobike. a thing. Thank you, Manchester. Yeah. Good old Manchester. Um, what about. Good news. Some good news. You good, go first. Good news. Okay, so. Um, there was an, a, a, a man, there was a man. Ah, just a man. Ah, well done. Good news. There That's was the a news. man. Um, so eBay seller is moved to tears, um, because he sold a VHS player, um, and then got a thank you note from the 86 year old man who bought the VHS player on eBay. Oh. Um, so let me Did he leave him good feedback or did he just send the note? 
feedback isn't um, isn't required anymore. Oh, it's not something that you have to do. It's something that you can do afterwards. Right. So and most people are lazy enough to go. No, I use eBay all the time. I've not left feedback for probably like two years. Unless it's really bad. Or, in this case, like in this case, really, really good. good. I wouldn't bother leaving feedback anymore. I'll get emails from eBay every once in a while. You've not left feedback in a while. <laughs> Fancy doing some. And it's just like all the things I've bought in the last year. <laughs> um, so this is the... I'll read out the letter. It's pretty short, so it should be okay. Um, the letter that... Dun, 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 Mark Shukri. Shukri. Um, in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, so he sold lots of things on eBay, but Shukri sold a VHS player to a man in Phoenix for $40. And the man in Phoenix um, was called Don. Um, sent him a little letter to say thanks so much. So this is the letter. He said, I found many old VHS tapes recently and wanted to see what is on them and realized I had no player. So I went to eBay for the first time and discovered your offer. I bought your VHS and you shipped it within a few days. The VHS looks new and unused. Amazing. I had some issues getting it going, which were mine and not the player. I am 86 and perhaps not up to my game, but I do get there eventually. And I did and discovered the VHS works perfectly. Thank you so much for your care, your efforts and your promptness. I watched tapes of my retirement party from 25 years ago, which I had never seen before. Geez, we were young. Then a tape of my wedding with all of the family and friends, many of which are no longer around. Then skiing trips, kids growing up, travels, and most importantly, the gentle maturing of my family. Each one more fun than the last, all thanks to your generous selling of the VHS player. I thought you would appreciate how much someone has enjoyed your offer. Oh, that's love. Because it's not even an offer. They just went, don't want this anymore. Someone else will get value from oh, this. So good. And tune in to next week's episode where we'll be talking about decluttering. Decluttering. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so then Shukri um, wrote about it on Twitter and said, wow, this is amazing. He said, I'm going to frame the letter and put it next to my desk in the house because it means a lot to me. I'm also going to offer to digitize his videos so he doesn't have to worry about his tapes degrading. God, there are some good people out there. That's lovely. That's both, really nice. Both of these people are wonderful. Well done, Shukri, and well done, Don. Ma Matt Shukri, good job, in St. Louis, Missouri. And St. Louis is in America. It is in America. There you go. That is really nice. That's my good news. That's good news, very good. Yeah, it's nice. It's uplifting. Good it's nice. Ooh, uplifting. Ooh, uplifting. Ooh. Lift it up. Matt Shukri, what a lad. So, mine is a little unusual when you hear the headline. So, Florida jailed inmates help save baby, ready, accidentally locked in car, SUV. Um, I've got two kids. I've never accidentally locked them in a car. Well, these people did. That is insane. So... I've locked them in the car on purpose. This... Oh, yeah, on purpose, yeah. Wind the window down, put on some bloody Moana. They'll be having a great time in there, mate. Obviously. Never, ever complaining. So, this one is from Florida, also in the US of A. Yeah. Um, so, the office deputies were, were told the baby was locked in the vehicle in the parking lot of the courthouse. Mm -hmm. The parents tried for several minutes to open the locked SUV and told reporting deputies they could not afford a locksmith. 
because obviously they're going to need to bust open that lock yeah, to get them to, to the kit. Smash the lock. Well, the other um, thing, the other thing you're supposed to do apparently is smash the smallest window, which is in reach of a door handle. So you know, on the back of your car, sometimes you have that small triangle window. Yeah. That one's much cheaper to replace, obviously, than an electric one. Yeah, of one. course. So you're supposed to like break that and then reach in and get to the door handle. Maybe that wasn't an option. Well, funny segue. Shish kebab. What are we the, doing? The father told deputies he would break the front window. However, an inmate crew from the jailhouse was working nearby and offered to help. Yeah. So sort of these are criminals that have gone away for various crimes. Yeah. Um, so they literally came over, helped break into the car. Which they're probably very good at because they're very, criminals. Very, very good at. Um, Imagine one of them got in for carjacking. <laughs> so yeah, literally, the father pulled on the door while an inmate used a coat hanger to push the button for the electric door lock. Within a couple of minutes, the vehicle was open, the child was rescued, and everyone was fine. Um, so yeah, the mother identified a shadow lantry. Badass name. That's sick. His name's Shadow. Her name, the mother, identified as, as Shadow, Shadow Lantry. Her name's Shadow. Apparently. That's badass. Said her child was locked in the SUV for about five minutes. Thank God for the criminals in the world. I respect all of y'all, Lantry said in a video. Y'all. That's so, so American, isn't it? Very American. But Amazing. how nice is that? I mean, there's even a quote, I think, from someone that said, there's only a small percentage of those criminals out there that want to fight us and want to attack us. But a lot of them, like these individuals, know they've made bad mistakes, bad choices, and they want to do the right thing in life. Uh, that was from one of the the, the sheriffs, uh, or the sheriff, sorry, um, in the area, Chris Noko. Noko. So, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously these people... I've seen these other people struggling. They don't want to watch them smash their windows, so they've gone, you know what? Help you out. Yeah. I know how to break into a <laughs> car. I've broken into a many a car in my time. Let me help. Let me do it for the right reason this time. And they helped the baby... Escape. Escape, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Read this flaming essay. Oh, so... This is... Uh, it's one of the pieces of writing I've done that I'm actually quite happy with. I have been getting more into my writing since we've become friends. Um, mm -hmm. Good friends, should I say. So oh, we're better than good friends, boy. We were colleagues at a time. Yeah, I remember when we first when we first met, you classified our relationship as a work-only relationship and you wouldn't refer to us as friends. You'd say, well, we're, we're colleagues. We were we're, colleagues. And then and then when we exchanged numbers at one point, you were like, okay, cool. Now so we're friends. Now, now we can be friends. And if we ever have like a falling out or like a minor, like it's always a jokey falling out. Oh, yeah. But it's like, right, we're back to colleagues now. Colleagues. Don't talk to me for the next hour. Um, which I thought was hilarious, and I've used it on others since then, so it's good. It works all the time, because people go, oh, yeah, we, we are only colleagues, we're, and then, we're wait not a minute, we're friends again. Yeah, and then you become lovers. Oh, well, that's 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 another essay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Read, uh, um, if you go to manifestandpisty.com forward slash lovers, you'll find <laughs> out about how me and Craig got together. Uh, Sorry, Jen and Faith. Uh, so this is one I wrote while, funnily enough, I was in the Premier Inn. I was staying in in York. Jenna uh, had a bath, so Jenna was like, "I'm having a bath. I'm on, I'm away. I've escaped. I'm yeah, I'm having a bath." On, so um, I was on the bed, uh, put a bit of music on, put my earphones in, uh, AirPods in, sorry, and just wrote. Uh, I just wanted to write about this experience because it was just incredible. Like I don't get out of Manchester much. I, like, yeah. We all get stuck in the, the daily routine of our lives and this is uh, Escape. You can read the whole thing on Manifest Implicity, 
dot com forward slash escape. And uh, so there, this is it. So today I escaped. I escaped the pollution, the noise, the worries of everyday life. I was somewhere new. And as we arrived on the outskirts of a town, we began to uncover the hidden beauty of a city filled with incredible buildings, rich history and flawless views. The town was alive. People walking in groups, laughing together, smiling, enjoying the crisp, cool spring air that lightly whistled around us. The simplicity and ease of joy present in this town was not something I was used to, and it was exciting. We checked into our hotel, we dropped our bags off, and we headed out on foot to discover more of this amazing place. The sun was setting, still glimmers of light shining down over the ageless buildings around us. A huge cathedral looms over tiny groups of crooked, locally owned shops and busy public houses. Cobbled streets lit dimly by overhead lamps, roads so narrow a single car would scrape its wings while trying to squeeze through. As the light of the evening sun hit the peak of the cathedral spire, a flock of eyes surrounded the iconic building, reaching for their smartphones, cameras, tablets, to snap pictures as the streaming bullets of light struck the sides. Shadows highlighted crevices in the walls, gargoyle poised, gargoyles poised looking down, all with their own stories to tell. Pigeons perched like guardians on their lower arches, watching the world just pass them by. I'd like to take a picture of that. It looks good with my eyes, but I don't think it'd look as good through my phone, said Jenna. Whilst fighting the urge to join everybody else in taking photos, we just sat while listening. I was now like one of those looming gargoyles, sat still on the peaked edge of the ancient structure, living my own history. Now, with the world seemingly to slow to a halt, I could hear the city too. Polite conversation buzzed around me as friends finished work and went about planning their evenings together. Runners gathered for an evening jog, all wearing head torches to light up the quiet, narrow paths they meant to explore. Panting dogs of varying scale wagged their tails with excitement and set about seeking attention from the passers-by. No car horns, no trams, filled with commuters, Nobody shouting to their friends, just the sound of something new, something simpler. I had escaped. Too often we fall into uh, without thinking into the everyday cycle of the regular. When was the last time you truly escaped? It's very easy for us to overlook the beauty of the towns in which we live because we see, hear, taste and experience them every day. Over time we begin to notice all that is wrong about our homes. They who dream by day are cognizant of the many things which escape those who dream only by night, by Edgar Allan Poe. To those of us who find ourselves dreaming of a vacation, an escape, what is stopping us? If we are to dream big dreams, we must first allow ourselves to fall asleep. Take the time off. You deserve it. Stop wasting your two most valuable assets on the things that you serve only others and use your time and your attention on yourself and those you love. It's all too easy to get bogged down in the mindless repetition and the formulaic routine of your normal day. So go on, give yourself permission to break free from the repetition of every day and truly escape. Sick. Boom. Oh, 
So good. I'm reliving it. I was picturing I, it again. I literally I feel like I was there and I definitely was not there. Yeah, you were. I, could, I was. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, and, me, Craig and Jen went on a romantic... <laughs> <laughs> romantic Jen weekend. didn't know you were there. Yeah. You were there. She was in the bath. Um, it's great. Really, really like it. And I completely understand what you're talking about. It is very, very easy for us to get stuck into our routine and then never kind of take the time to sit outside of our life and experience it from somewhere else. Um, like I really enjoy the drive to yours on a Sunday evening when we record because it's different. Like yeah. I live on the out, just on the outskirts of the Manchester city centre yeah. and it's great, but it's very busy. There's a lot of construction, a lot of shouting, a lot of roadworks going yeah. on. City life is loud. Yeah, and I've, I've, I grew up further just outside the city and I was always on public transport route, uh, routes in a very studentized area. Yeah. Um, so I've always known the hustle, the bustle, the busyness, and it doesn't bother me, but the drive to yours is really nice because there's the countryside, there's the hills. Yeah. There's the, you know, the quieter streets. The I like that bit, are. that bit where you go past those traffic lights after the pub and there's that bit on the right where you can see the whole of... Oh, the, like when it's, when it's all lit up. Yes, at, at night. That yes. wicked. I really like that, yeah. I've run past that many a time and you're like, oh, real life isn't always like what it's like in the city. Yes. Real life isn't always like it's what's going on It's sort of like there. you're unlooking those people living their life. So I, 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 the other night, stood on my balcony and I looked across all the other apartment blocks. I was like, there are so many people in these buildings just living their life. Yeah. Blissfully aware of everyone else around them, just yeah. getting on with the repetition and the routine of what they do day to day. Yeah, I think it's... An, it's, it's we've spoke about this also in Perspective. Yes, um, we did. So, which was about me getting... I, I got super rural and I went to a place where there was no people. Um, yes, this, you did. You just went, <laughs> sod people. We were, oh, God. We were like, right, well, let's find somewhere where there's no one and go there, uh, which was great. Um, but this is a kind of different, it's a different approach to that perspective because it's about, yes, like life is going on. You're in a place where you you saw real life going on, like you, you spoke about. People getting ready to go for an evening run, people getting going out for a meal, people getting on with their normal lives. But the way you were experiencing it was very different to how everyone else was because you were outside of that situation. I think it's very, it's a very interesting thing to do and it's something that we should do more of, which is to take a few minutes in a situation like that to kind of sit outside of what you're actually doing. What you were doing is exploring a new town. Mm. Cool, perfect, you're there to do that. That's the, that's the point. Yeah. But if you just rushed around and explored the whole town, would you get to experience the beautiful things that you got to experience here? No. No, because you've you've because you're 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 busying yourself with the routine of dropping off bags, going and exploring, going out for dinner, doing this, doing that, doing this. Because you've kind of moved yourself out of that zone, you then give yourself the ability to to kind of step out of that, out of the the hustle and bustle of the routine mm. of it, and you're kind of in a place where you, you can kind of enjoy life and not really worry about the next or like a, a schedule or a routine or you're late for this or I need to... Oh, every Wednesday I do this. Why have I not done that yeah. today? And you, yeah, you instantly yeah. start to worry about that. And mm. for us, it was just about being somewhere new. So yeah, it was another English town. It was an only an hour or so drive away from where we live right now. And the drive was beautiful. The drive was all country, all either side. I'm just yeah, in yeah. the middle of the motorway. It was great. Yeah. And... 
Uh, it was the thing that blew me away the most that I didn't put in the essay um, was on the Saturday morning when we got up to leave. It was about half eight. We were walking down over to the to the car. We were next to the train station in York, and it was just quiet. There was no loud like people. There were no drunk people still, you know, meandering around. There wasn't train noise. There wasn't commuters. There was. It, I know it was early. I get. But if you go to Manchester at eight thirty in the morning, you're chaos. still you're go- yeah chaos. You're still gonna get yeah. that. I'm from London, so I know what chaos yeah, is yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So any, anyone from London knows chaos. Uh, but it, I said, yeah, I even said to Jenna, I just stood there for about thirty seconds, and she went, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Just listen. There's nothing. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing." And yeah. when we're in a hotel car park, s- small as it may be, next to a train station near a main road, what can you hear? Yeah, and she nothing. was like barely anything, and I was like exactly. It's kind of it's weird, just weird, weird and eerie. And I think that for me summed up the entire, the entire journey because we'd both just completely escaped the the normality of our routines and our daily lives and yeah. what we were used to by traveling an hour away from where we lived. Yeah, um, it's. I think it. I think it's. It speaks massively to the fact that it's very easy to to give your your brain a break. Like I, I'll get it from going for a run or. Um, well, even the, that, I imagine you run very similar routes. Yeah, most times yeah, yeah. yeah. You, it's your area. You're not going to travel an hour to go for a run and drive back. No, but I do like the I do like the oh I'll go left instead of right type of run. That's, yes, you do. You're very good at that. Every once in a while, I'll go on one of those where I'll just be like, oh, well, I wonder what happens if I go down this road. I loved your Instagram video live video once where I was following it where you were like running up this field and then you got to this gate and you went, oh, there's cows in this field. They're dangerous. And then like about five minutes later, the video carries on again or starts again. There's a new video and you're just like, right. So I went this way. The cows are over there and I made it yeah, past yeah, them. Yeah. I felt like. Um, I felt like I was doing the run with you. Yeah, yeah. I did a uh, yeah, I did a, a live Instagram when I went for a big run, and there was a big field of cows that were pretty, pretty <laughs> aggressively like trying to um, copulate with each other. Oh was, yes, I remember. Which that. was amazing, and I was like, "Do I really want to be in there when there's bull cows in there, which are like five times my weight, could quite quite easily crush me?" So I just went around it instead. But yes. I, I, the it's very very easy to get out of our routines, um, but I, I don't think most of us take advantage of the fact that it is that easy. Um, I like to go for a run and get lost, and that's something I'll do on a regular basis. But I'll still take my phone. I'll still have headphones in. Yeah. Um, I think what's amazing about this and the way you're describing it is that you're kind. When everyone else is. My favourite bit is when everyone else has got their phones out and that perfect sunlight is coming across mm. the cathedral and everyone else has got their phones out to take the picture that they've all come yeah. there to take. Your, your inkling to do so was overridden by your joy of being in the moment. Yeah. And the fact that you didn't get your phone out and take a picture at that point is wicked because it now means you're inspired to write this piece about living in, in, in a kind of world where you're stuck in a routine and the fact that getting out of it is as simple as driving an hour away from where, yeah. where what you're used to. Um, this wouldn't have come up if at that point you had just gone with the norm and taken a picture of it. No. Because you then give your brain an excuse to go, oh, I've completed wherever I went for, on that day. I've done it because I've got the picture and everyone now knows I went. 
So I don't need to. I don't need to write about my experience. I knew I wanted to write about York before, because I even said to you, "I'm going to write about it. I, yeah. I want to. I want to write about it. I want to do something about it." And I didn't know what I was going to call it. I didn't know what I was going to write about. Yeah. And then the day we literally got there in the morning, we were pretty tired, long drive, and then we literally dropped the bags off and went for a walk because inadvertently we'd missed the the turning into the car park. It was quite kind of hidden, the car park around the back. Yeah. So we drove through the one-way city streets ah. and we saw the cathedral. We oh. saw the bit. So we were like, right, okay, this city is really nice. Right, yeah. So we, we literally dropped our bags off, went and just explored more of it on foot, as I said. So yeah. we, we went to the cathedral and it was a good evening time. The sun was setting, the pictures were beautiful and there was lots of other people clearly visiting the city yeah. all taking photos reading the entrance information for the cathedral yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we literally just sat there both quite tired both a bit exhausted mm -hmm. and then jenna said that to me where she was like this picture would look great but i think it looks better in my eyes than it does on my phone i think i think that's massive i think that's huge and people underestimate how um how much better the human memory is than your the mm. than the phone you can't you can't smell a picture. You can't feel a kind of a texture in a no. picture. You can't hear what's going on as well in a video than you can in real life. Um, you can see visually what's happening. Yeah, but you're not. Your it's other senses it's are not never the same, though. It's never the same. Even these like high tech five K turbo cameras, two hundred and eighty p, whatever the latest doohickey is even those cameras can't capture quite what it's like in real life no because you think you don't get the heat you don't get the yeah like the textures and the sounds and the smells in the same way that you would um if you're actually there so this is massive i really really like this well um after this we we literally just moseyed on down to the, one of the little crooked cobble streets and we found this little bar called eagle and Ca uh, eagle and child Okay. Which we thought was quite an unusual name anyway. That's good. Uh, but we went in and they had they had beers that I liked uh, and that Jenna liked. And they had like little board games and cards out. Sick. So I said, Jenna, let's play some cards. So And we would never do this. And we literally have over the other side of the canal to where we live. There's a little bar, the one that we took the photos in with Ryan. Yeah. And they have the same things board games cards and stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah we never go in we never go in for a pint we walk otis past it every day and we never go in yeah we, we've been in don't get me wrong we've been for lunch and stuff but it's not something we would regularly do and we went to this place both nights we were there yeah because it was just quaint quiet nice even a friday evening it wasn't hustle bustle you know shoulder to shoulder yeah. we got a table we got some stools and we played some cards yeah. and i think i think it's massively take taking yourself out of your normal get home make lunch for tomorrow prep whatever you need to take and where to work um well, it was that that's watch something. netflix and 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 go to sleep like that is great for your normal but it's also a the it's super important to break out of your routine as often as you can mm. to kind of remind yourself that real life is going on outside of your schedule and your calendar and all the normal things you're up to. Like all the people today. around us, well not all of them obviously, but a lot of them around us will have been living their routine, their normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we weren't, we were in their city mm -hmm. experiencing something new. We were escaping yeah. our normal. And for us, it was just, not only was the city obviously different, but it was just how quiet it was yeah, yeah, yeah. for a city centre. Mm. Insane. Yeah. I mean, that might have just been the part we saw, but we did do a good walk of that city. Like yeah. in 
to the Jorvik, out on the edge to where the castle stands were, yeah. back into the centre where there was like H&M, Wagamama's, Next, Zara, you know, all the popular yeah, brands yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And still not that busy. Super quiet. And what was even weirder, on one of the days, we it was getting to, I think it was the Friday we were there, it was evening time, and there was a row of police just stood in the street, just helping people, sort of keeping the peace, but being there for asking questions, directions, like yeah. people were approaching them and mm -hmm. saying, hello, how are you doing? And things like that. And That's cool. They were literally just stood there, like one was facing one way, then the next one would face the other way and they would alternate it. There was like four of them yeah. stood on this little street. And it was just, yeah, people just going home, planning their evenings, and yeah, it was really nice. Sick. I think my favourite quote is this um, bit quite near the end that says, if we are to dream big dreams, we must first allow ourselves to fall asleep. Yeah. Which is, I think, sums up perfectly what you're talking about, is that if you are trying to kind of move yourself forward, um, sometimes it's important to step backwards in order to allow yourself to see the bigger picture. Like, if you... It, if you go through life always just dealing with the kind of like high frequency stuff I need to get done, short term fix, let me solve problem A, then problem B, then problem C. If that is your entire life, obviously you will live a very busy life and it could, it could be a fulfilling life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we are to dream big dreams and we're to, and we're to kind of live and, and your aim is to live a more meaningful life, and it's important on a regular basis to zoom out, see where you are, see where you want to be and work out a route to get there. Um, and the, the cool thing about that quote is that like, if we are to dream big dreams, we must first allow ourselves to fall asleep. The, the falling asleep is, is something that you can't force on yourself. You can't force yourself to fall asleep. I think it's funny that some, someone said this the other day and I didn't, I didn't think about it until they told me, but falling asleep is one of the only things that you, the way to do it is to pretend to do it. <laughs> yeah, like you have to pretend to be, a, like even counting sheep I don't think works very well for me because yeah. it's just a monotonous routine but or repetition, but thinking, like imagining I'm asleep and going to sleep and then boom, all right, I'm out. It's, it's so strange, you don't learn, well, you don't, you don't learn well i guess you do like by pretending you don't learn how to do things really by pretending to do them no. um, but sleep like you, the only way to get yourself to go to sleep is to lie down and pretend to be asleep um but i think it, it's it's talking about um surrendering and kind of stepping back and not being so it's not a forward movement that gets you to sleep, like to get you to a place where you can zoom out. It's not a, it's not something you can do. It's something you kind of have to accept. Yeah. Um, you have to accept the fact that your routine is kind of uh, irrelevant if you don't have a kind of place to aim for. Um, and if you just, if all it takes is you getting out of your situation and kind of stepping out of, of um, your regular you're regular yeah. and kind of setting a new normal for that small period of time and that's what it takes it, it's a very easy thing to do but it's something we definitely don't take advantage of enough yeah and i think that's what helps form new habits like Correct. getting out of the normal getting stepping away from that bad habit that routine that you, you're trying to change like so for with frugal february i was not very good at taking my own lunches most of the time like if i made a chili at home i would overmake and i would take some the next day great yeah maybe once every other week but what frugal february has forced me to do is step away from that and go 
What do I actually need to do? Have I got yeah. lunches for the next few days? Yes, great. How could I be doing this better? Exactly. And how could I be living more intentionally and taking better care of myself, I guess, without yeah. spending more money? Yeah. And with York, we didn't overspend. We didn't underspend. We didn't, like, we didn't want to go and buy souvenirs from the museum or anything like that. Or we didn't want to take too many photos. We didn't want to buy this little thing we saw like souvenirs from like the local shops for people and things like that we literally just wanted to experience the different city yeah and what it was like and stepping away from manchester and it's normal and it's hustle and bustle and busyness allowed us to do exactly that yeah i, I think i it, loved it yeah, it was great very very important to i would recommend york to anyone okay york big shout out to york um let's <laughs> put a link to the york tourism website on the in the show notes for the yeah. podcast um i think they should probably post this essay on their flaming website it's very very good I, I do feel like i was there which is great um wonderful should we get to some ask reddit ask ask reddit on a regular basis i get people who say to me that this is the f- their favorite part of the podcast yeah same um it's one of my favourite bits. I enjoy it as well. I, I like I like the discussions around the essays a lot. Yeah. But this is a good one. <laughs> we should do we should do a separate Ask Reddit podcast. No. Nope. No. I like this one. Um my other favourite bit is the bit where um we've just hit record and I'm trying to work out at what volume to say hello and welcome to Manifest Simplicity. It's like hello and I'm like, whoa, whoa, too loud. I wonder how many people think that that's re- pre-recorded. Because a lot of podcasts that I listen to, I'm fairly sure it's pre-recorded. I will do it different next week. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'll do it different next week. Okay, I'm interested for that, yeah, Dan. Yeah. Your bit, I'm Craig, that bit could be pre-recorded. Uh, I'm Craig. Hello, my name's Craig, everybody. Welcome to Freddy. I might be Anton next week. Oh. Hello, I'm Anton. Hi, I'm Anton. And I'm very motivational. It's like uh, The Walking Dead, it's like Negan. We're all Negan. You've never watched The Walking Dead. I don't, Why am I I even don't understand. To you about I watched up until um, they. This is called a tangent. They were out of the, out of the prison. Yes. Um, and then there was a guy that came to the prison and took them to like a town. Yes. And he was called the governor. The governor. Him. Then Glenn died. Spoiler. Uh, that happened way later. The governor was already dead at that point. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got oh, all the way, way through that. Way, yeah, yeah. The last bit I remember was Glenn... On the bin. No, it wasn't on the bin. Yeah, no. Okay. Negan. In the forest. Negan is the guy that kills Glenn. With the bat. That's not the bit I watched. Oh. Oh, you might know. When Glenn nearly dies? On the bin. And he climbs underneath the bin. Maybe. Yeah, because there's a point where everyone's like, oh my God, Glenn's dead. But he wasn't. Okay. That... And then there was a town, another town, with a watchtower. Alexandria. Yeah. I'm a big Walking Dead fan. And then, that was all I remember. Uh, yeah. Did you ever play the Walking Dead video game? Which one? The one that looks like the it's... Telltale game. It looks like a cartoon. Yes, that was the Telltale one. That yeah. was amazing. I don't play games, but what I will do is I'll watch my brother play the game, so it looks like I'm watching a film. It is good. Like one, It's one of those games... Is it one of those games where it's like... Um, <laughs> You, you have choices to make. And kind of, yeah, I think so. It's very similar, that, to the other game that I did that with a lot was Heavy Rain. Do you remember that one? Ooh. Woo! That game was good. That was a very good, very, very good storyline. 
Um, and what was the other one that where they have um, The Last of Us? The, yeah, that didn't have so many choicey choices. Choicey choices, but it was good. Yeah, it was very good, and there was the like clicker thing. Oh, they were terrifying. They were terrifying. Um, that is a long, long tangent. Shall uh, we? Yeah, that was called Tangent Time, everybody. It's the new <coughs> section on the podcast where we go off on a huge... Tangent, tangent Time! Welcome to the new segment of the podcast called Tangent Time. What we're going to do here is going to go off on a tangent about video games. Um, right, I'm going to do my Ask Reddit first because it links to what we've just spoken about in your essay. Um, oh, mine links as well. Oh my Ooh, god! It's like, it's almost like... We plan these things. It's almost as if we go, hmm, this is what the essay is about. Shall we find some related questions? Here we go. Related question number one. If given the chance, would you trade your city life for rural life or vice versa? Ooh. You live in the city. Would you trade it for living in the countryside? It's hard, but I don't think I would. I like being in the city. Because where I live in the city is just on the edge. Yeah. So I think that is the... The winner. The best answer. Because I've lived in the city before, yeah. like actually in the city. City, city. Yeah, and it's frustrating. I would it's say loud. I would say that you live in the city. I do, yeah. But if you if you were to divide the city up into sections and well circles like radiuses, I live just on the edge of it. Okay. Um, and I enjoy it. I like it. It's convenient enough that I can walk into the city, yeah. but it's also convenient enough that I can walk out of the city and be far, far enough away from it to be somewhere else. If you can walk into the city, I feel like you live in the city. Yeah, all right, fair enough. In Harrow, I lived eight miles from the centre of London. But to me, you would still live in London. It is technically inside the M25, so it's in London, mm. right? Um, however, that eight miles on the on public transport could take you an hour. Yeah, like well, so when you moved up here, you lived about an hour or so's journey away from where we were. I lived, I live in Blackpool, like near Blackpool, yeah. and would travel to Manchester every day. It was an hour and fifteen and minutes like, in the car. Oh, that's a long. Why why not move closer? And then obviously I found out. Yeah, you were living in Lytham, and um, and you were like, an hour of journey is nothing. I've come from Harrow. Yeah. I was like, oh right. Yeah. So <laughs> in if you if you tell someone from London that you have a long commute and it's less than like an hour, they just scoff and laugh in your face because every commute in London is longer than an hour, um, even if it's only like a three mile commute. It's still four different trains and two buses and a cab at the end. So it's uh, it's an interesting one. Where Faith's parents live is proper countryside oh really there's one restaurant in their town oh yeah if boy. you don't book a table you're not getting a seat that's it in hayfield which is like in high peak and the maps are on the wall next to where we record so this is the peak district here and hayfield is somewhere up the top somewhere yeah it just it's up there pish pish um oh you're looking for it now New Mills and Hayfield. Hayfield's here, right? Oh, so that's more middle. So that's yeah. Manchester and Hayfield's there. Oh. And right next to them is mountains. mountains. So that's proper countryside, right? Proper country, bro. Um, you live in Manchester and um, my girlfriend Faith's family live in the most rural place you can be. Where would you rather live? I, I think I know where you'd rather live. I think I'd rather live in the countryside, but that's just because one of my hobbies is to run, running. run, lots of running. 
Um, so I would utilize the mountains much more than I would utilize a city. I think you've got it good here though, because you live just off the main street, yep. or one of the main streets, and down the road you have the mountains, the hills, Rivington. So I think for you, you've got it really good here because yep. you've got the convenience of the shops, you've got yep. the convenience of the the, the high street, mm -hmm. but you've also got the convenience for you of the running. Yeah, I can do running. running. <laughs> I can do all the things I want to do where I live right now, which is great. My favorite answers on this Ask Reddit question were right on top of each other, right at the top of the... So they've been upvoted all the way to the top. Answer number one, no, I grew up in the countryside, it's boring. <laughs> so that's clearly someone who lived in the country and moved to the city. Yeah. Underneath that, no, I grew up in the city, it's overwhelming. So that's someone, so who, true. that's someone who grew up in the city and moved to the countryside. So true. I think what this is, is a case of grass is always greener. And it's like, wherever you live, because it's your normal, you um, don't appreciate it as much. Because like you say in your essay, you say um, it's very easy to get caught up in your normal and to think that that is all that's out there. But in fact, if you switch over where you are to somewhere that seems like it's not appealing, mm. that then becomes your normal and you miss or you don't miss that which you had before. This is what's happened here. And I think it's really interesting that they were both right at the top of yeah. the answers. It's just clearly two people who should have lived the other one's life. Um, I have done but both now and I enjoy if they'd have both. lived, if they'd have lived the other one's life, would their opinions have flipped? And would the city, the person that grew up in the city want to live in the country still? Or would they want to have moved to the city having grown up in the country? Bro. I've, I feel like this is, it's so meta now, I literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, um, what we're saying, just all out, what, escape. what we're saying is that there is something out there other than what you've got going on, and it will probably benefit you. So give it a go. What's your Ask Reddit? Hit me. Uh, mine was, so the journey, it was my first long car journey. And I found uh, an Ask Reddit that says, what are ways to make long car journeys better? Oh. And the top most upvoted answer was, hit it a little straighter. The problem for most golfers who hit it, as, uh, hit it long is that they can't keep it on the fairway. <laughs> if you can find a way to keep it straighter, you will shave five strokes off your game. So they clearly read the question and thought, what are ways to make a long drive better? And they went, golf. <laughs> and they thought, oh, they're talking about golf. And there was literally a thread of responses all talking about golf. Oh, no. And then someone underneath where, with a serious answer I quite liked and related to was play audiobooks or podcasts if, I, they're, if they're the driver. Every time I drive somewhere, I have a podcast in my ear. Every time. No, because you keep your AirPods in, don't you? Yeah. Uh, but this one, also, if they were a passenger, they'd answered with read books. But one thing I did quite like about was talk about the places you're passing by. Yeah. So this is one thing me and Jenna did on the way to York, where we were driving. So between Manchester and on the, dr on the drive up to Leeds, there's one farm in the middle of the motorway. In the middle of the motorway? Yeah, and it literally refused to move. Like, the, the, the construction company tried to buy it out, everything like that, and they were literally like, nope, we're not moving, we're staying here. Sick. So you can... There's a motorway on one side and the other, and in the middle for a section of it, there's just this farm. It's not huge, it's not massive. It's got a farmhouse, little outhouse, and some field with some animals in, just in the middle of the motorway. That's sick. 
And Jenna was like, there's that house, there's that house that's in the middle. And we were speaking about it. And then we were driving up past uh, a few other places and we were like, wow, doesn't that look good? I wonder what's going on over there. Over there. We were just talking about everything we were driving past. Sick. Uh, we, and we passed a lot of time. Yeah, I can. I, it's um, kind of like doing your own podcast when you're driving and you've got someone else in there and you can chat about what you're seeing and what's going on. Yeah, it is a little, like a mini drive podcast. Nice. Um, me and Faith will do a crossword. Does Faith drive? She does drive. Uh, most you obviously drive. Uh, most of the time when we do a long journey, it'll be in my car um, and I'll be driving and she'll um, read crossword clues out and we'll try and work them out together. Oh, that's Because uh, it keeps you both inclusive. Correct. Um, so, which is super fun. And we'll then, it's it's fun to kind of like be exercising your brain at the same time as doing something very boring, like driving a long way. Um, so yeah, we like to do a crossword in the car, which is fun. That's a good one. I like I think reading could be dangerous because don't people get car sick? Lots of people get car yeah, sick. Yeah, I know. I don't know of anyone that gets car sick. No. Uh, but I have been a bit queasy in a car myself before from various things and like anxiety or whatever, and it's awful. Yeah. I c- Can you sleep in a car? Mm, only if it's the night time. If it's daytime, there's too much to keep my eyes occupied. Even if with them, like even with them closed, I can. I know that I'm driving past things I could be looking at, so I will look at them. Right. Whereas if it's nighttime and I've just got street lights and headlights around me, I'm just like, oh no, I was um, as a passenger, obviously. Yeah, well, I fell asleep once as... N- <laughs> as the driver! Once as not the passenger. Um, and if you want to hear about that, we will be talking about near-death experiences in a future episode at some point. Um, I you can't park on the central reservation, Mick. It's I, not a space. I didn't crash into the central reservation. I crashed into the reservation on the left, actually. <laughs> the sign. Yeah. So I was doing eighty-five miles an hour on. No, nope, you were doing seventy. The national speed. I limit. was doing seventy-one miles an hour, um, and it was about one a.m. And I had had a massive burger, like quite recently. So I was like full. And you know when you're full, you just want to go to sleep. And at that point, I didn't drink coffee. And I didn't have a like relentless or a Red Bull or anything. So I fell asleep at the wheel and almost died. Yeah. So if you're driving, try and stay awake. This is a shout out to Dave Nolan, who every time we talk about driving, tells me that I shouldn't be driving because I've clearly got narcolepsy. Yes. That's that classic, Dave. Classic. Um, yes, there are lots of great things you can do to to uh, make a drive more enjoyable. How about this? This week, we'll post two essays. Oh. Right? So we, two. We'll put Escape out. That's yes. already out. That came out on Friday. Today is Monday, where you're hearing the podcast. Hi, welcome to the week. Hope you had a good Monday. Um, what we're we'll, having a good Monday. Are having a good Monday. What we'll also do is we will post a um, essay called Driving, which is something we've worked on, which is about the things you could be doing during your drive to a benefit yourself and b benefit others. So we will post Driving on the website at some point this week. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. If you do want to know a little bit more about essays that are coming out, have just come out, or about to come out, the best way to keep up with what we're doing is to subscribe to the newsletter. We so don't spam. We don't send. We, we don't. We don't send you spam because I hate spam. You hate spam. I hate spam. I like corned beef, but I don't like spam. Don't like spam. Um, the newsletter you can sign up for on the website. So if you go to manifestsimplicity.com, you put your email address in the little newsletter sign up, it will then add you to our mailing list and we will send you very few emails, 
but they will be very informative. Um, I think you... a lot of people... Do you reckon people have noticed we're advertisement-free right now as well? We are entirely advertisement-free because we don't really like adverts. They're I, rubbish. I don't, watch, I, I don't watch TV for the precise reason that I don't want to watch adverts. I'm actually writing a piece on advertisements at the moment. Okay, cool. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to an essay on adverts. Um, I, don't even, I, like, I don't even like watching YouTube anymore because there's just so yeah, many same. ads. And the moment YouTube Premium became a thing, I was like, nope. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of advertisements and, and not very much of it is healthy or helpful. Um, and in a world where we are already obsessed with buying more things we don't need, advertisements are definitely something we need, the to, devil. We need to try and avoid them as much as possible, basically. Um, so we won't be sending you any adverts and we won't be spamming you with any nonsense that you don't need. But if you do want a little more information about essays that are coming up, or, or monthly challenges. <laughs> Correct, the monthly challenges. So for 2019, we're doing one monthly challenge every month. Um, I, uh, we did social media dry January in January, frugal February in February. We are midway through March memories where we are um, purging our unrequired photographs from our mobile devices. And we don't know what we're doing in January, February, March, April. We don't know what we're doing in April yet. But by the time this comes out, we'll know what we're doing. The best way to find out what we're doing and to keep up with the monthly challenge is to sign up to the newsletter. So sign up to the newsletter now and we will give you the info you require. Information. Informat Shion is on its way to your inbox. Two essays. When, when, when you hear this, Escape will be out. And then after you hear this, Keep an eye on the website and sign up for the newsletter. And we'll also release Driving, which is about how to optimize Both your driving experience. Both will be featured on the front page. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, oh, you're dying. Have some water. Have some water. Let's, let's end the podcast quick and then we can all go and go to bed. Um, so what we've learned is that if you're going to sell something on eBay... Make sure you um, sell it to someone really nice who's good at writing and letters. And leave feedback. That's nice. Leave feedback. And leave us some feedback. Get... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you like this podcast, please leave us a five-star review because it helps. Um, sell something on eBay. Get out of your normal for a bit, and it will definitely, definitely help you out. Um, and if you want to learn about driving... Don't speak to me because I fall asleep at the wheel. Yeah, definitely don't speak to Mick. Or right. me, because I was driving three weeks before someone hit me. <laughs> yeah, you you have had a crash as well. Let's 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 get that all together and we'll put it in an essay, shall we? Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way more people will get to hear this show. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on social media by searching Manifest Simplicity. Monthly challenges are in your inbox right now. So sign up for the newsletter on the website for info on this month's monthly challenge, March Memories, and for the upcoming monthly challenges for the rest of 2019. And remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling. We'll see you next week. Bye.